Great win for the Apple Sox to take the series against the Port Angeles Lefties as they take a 5-0 shutout victory on Tuesday night at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. It was all about the pitching for the Apple Sox as Quincy Vassar got it started with six scoreless innings. He struck out eight, walked two, and only allowed four base hits and gave way for Connor Ashworth, who was going to end up with the victory from tonight's game. Ashworth was phenomenal in this game, tossing the final three innings and striking out each of the last eight hitters that he faced to match Vassar for his total over the first six innings. Two phenomenal efforts on the mound for the Apple Sox to get the win here tonight as Wenatchee picks up a triumph in this one. Ashworth and Vassar, meaning that the Apple Sox have only used a total of four pitchers here in the last two days. Great work from the Apple Sox, and we're going to hear from both of these pitchers in just a moment. Wenatchee scoring five runs in the bottom of the seventh inning. That was all they needed. Nine men came to the plate. Bases loaded walk by Joichiro Oyama driving in the game-winning run. Davini doubling in a pair. And then the Apple Sox able to tack on thanks to a wild pitch and an error to complete the, st the scoring. A couple of Brewster alumni playing a big part of this game. And we'll start with the guy who started this game, Quincy Vassar. He tossed six scoreless innings. Well, Quincy, just the way we drew it up. We talked to you pregame. We bring you on postgame. Eight strikeouts in this one for you. Just the two walks and four base hits. What was cooking for you on the mound, simply put, tonight? Uh, just kind of had everything going. Found, uh, found the zone early and tried to stay with it. Uh, defense made some really good plays behind me. Second time working with C.J. Horn. Obviously, you guys are clicking. You struck out five with him last time. What's been, what's he done so well to help you out behind the plate? Uh, he kind of knows our sequencing once we get second time through the order. Um, I throw a lot of off-speed pitches, as you can see, and, and he's kind of he picked that up really quick. Before the game, the thought kind of was that maybe you would get through four innings. Then you come out for the fifth. <laughs> then you come out for the sixth. Take me through your emotions as you're knowing you're kind of going past the game plan. In fact, you're tossing the game plan out. Yeah. Uh, just kind of trying to keep the pitch down. The pitch countdown was was the whole goal. And um, when you're efficient, you know you get rewarded with a couple extra innings. So, really, the toughest inning for you in this ball game was that first inning. You give up the leadoff walk and then a single. Runners at first and second, uh, you buckled down pretty good. You struck out each of the next three hitters. <laughs> what was going through your head at that point? What are you telling yourself to settle down with runners at first and second and no outs? Yeah, uh, the whole goal. I was just telling not let that guy get to second was the whole goal. Um, Strikeouts was the easiest way, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy way to do it. Well, Quincy, thank you for joining us here on the post game show. And hey, next time you pitch, we'll have to get you for post game again. All right, sounds good. <laughs> thank you, Quincy. And we'll bring on Connor Ashworth here in a moment as our post game coverage rolls on after the Apple Sox pick up a five to nothing win over the Port Angeles lefty. So Connor Ashworth arrived into town yesterday, able to pitch for the Apple Sox here the next day. It's the second time in as many days in which the Apple Sox only needed one reliever, and their reliever went the distance. Connor, you stepped into this ball game, no score, you go into that seventh. I, I guess your only bad at-bat was the one that didn't result in a strikeout, I guess we can say. that. Take me through this one. You punched out each of your final eight hitters. You were working really fast. Do you think that speed was messing with Port Angeles a little bit? Uh, yeah, definitely. Just had momentum and wanted to keep rolling through the innings. What was it like when you got that call out of the bullpen? Did you figure, you know, I've got an opportunity to pretty much go the rest of the way here? Uh, yeah, got me pretty excited, and I love high-pressure situations, and that's what that was. And what was it like to get a pitch here? You probably had some, I saw definitely a cheering section behind home plate. <laughs> what did that mean to have that? And then the whole crowd standing for you at the end. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to lie, the last pitch was pretty sweet. It was a good feeling. Having the crowd going yeah, there. Absolutely. Yeah, we looked at the uh, track man data afterwards. It looked like it was actually a little bit off the plate, but I don't think they could have called that pitch a, a ball, anything other than a strike. But 
Uh, take me through what was so good. We talked about the speed uh, working well. It seemed like you were so good at getting that first pitch for a strike. I don't think you had any at-bat that went longer than about six pitches or so. Yeah, um, just knew my stuff was working today and was confident and just, yeah, just went out there and did it. Yeah. What are some of your big goals for the summer? Obviously, you came in here and you got a really good effort here. Uh, you know, you played a couple of years here at Spokane Falls. What are you trying to prove this summer? Um, just want to show what I can do and hopefully play at a high-level uh, program. Awesome. Well, Connor, thanks for joining us. Great stuff here on the mound tonight. Awesome. Thank you. The win moves the Apple Sox to 2-3 and three on the season, one game back of getting back to 500. We're joined now by the head coach of the Apple Sox, Mitch Darlington. A few less handshakes for you after this game. Last night, your first win as Apple Sox head coach, but I think this was a more satisfying victory with the effort of your pitchers on the mound. Quincy Vassar, six scoreless innings, eight punch-outs. We'll start with him before we go to Ashworth, who ended up getting the win. Vassar was phenomenal. The plan was kind of, let's get four innings, but as we said to him in the previous interview, we said, well, that got thrown out the window pretty quickly because of his pitch count. Was the pitch count the biggest reason why you kept rolling with him, or is it just because of how efficiently he was working? Yeah, he uh, he just got in a groove early, and, uh, you know, we just kept saying, yeah, well, let's give him another inning. You know, he's still, he's still uh, plenty under his pitch count, and uh, then he went out for the fourth, and we looked at it and thought, well, let's give him another one. He's still cruising and went through the fifth, did well, and, and then when we sent him out for the sixth, me and Vaughn both kind of thought, you know, this is probably going to be his last one if we can get him through it. Um, but man, it's it just just an efficient performance from him. Um, uh, Monday morning, we you know me and Vaughn were talking, trying to figure out you know who are we gonna roll out there tomorrow. Um, and sure enough, I get a text from Quincy, and he's like, "Hey, coach, if we don't have a starter for tomorrow, I'm good to go. I'm ready to throw." And I'm like, "This dude's made of the right stuff. Let's get him out there." So this decision for today's starter was made Monday morning. You're saying? Yeah, well, yeah. Was that how early Monday morning when we were still on the bus ride back, or was that we were already in Wenatchee, we're getting ready for the home opener? Tell me when that was. No, kind of pregame for the home opener. Um, you know, we, we had taken 11 arms on the road for the weekend in Bend and used pretty much everybody, and uh, we were waiting for Reese Leitenberg to show up here today, and he'll be he's starting tomorrow, but um, we're kind of thinking through, you know, who, who didn't throw a ton, but who looked good, and who would we give the ball to tomorrow, and... Uh, you know, Quincy's just made of the right stuff. He uh, he wanted it, wanted the ball, and uh, you could tell it means a lot to him to be out there, and, and, and he shoved. I think it meant a lot to both of them. They had a, a decent amount of fans on hand today here. I guess the scouting report got out that the Brewster <laughs> arms would go today. Uh, Coach, let's talk about the uh, the North Central Washington connection of this team in general. I think you're a big reason for that. The guy who's got a link to just about every type of town in North Central Washington, Leavenworth, Kashmir, Wenatchee, we can keep going, Chelan, of course, right, too, right. Mansfield. But <clears throat> what has it meant for you to see local players? We talked about this preseason. It's nice to have these guys in here. It's even better when they succeed. Right. Yeah, I, uh, I, uh, have to, I feel like I've said this a million times, but uh, from day one when I got hired, I said a big thing for me is I, if we have local talent that can play at this level, I want to get them on our roster, and I, and I want them a part of us because I know it, what it means to these guys. And for Connor and Quincy to go out there and pitch the way they did, uh, I, I can't imagine there's much uh, better of a feeling in the world for those two to go out there and, and put on a performance like that. Not just the Brewster players shining here tonight. Uh, Wenatchee Valley College product, Nick Giesinger, had a really nice night at the plate. A really unsung night, I thought. The double and two walks drawn. This wasn't the typical Apple Sox offensive output, but you guys did enough. And it's every game so far, except for one, you've scored at least five runs. Talk to me about the consistency of this team at the plate. Yeah, that uh, 
you know, early on, you know, we could we could tell their starter was in a groove, and uh, he was keeping us all off balance. So hats off to him, um, mixing in off speed for first pitch strikes, uh, just filling up the zone and uh, keeping us completely off balance. And uh, but all throughout our dugout, you know, guys were talking and just saying, man, if we can get into that bullpen, we're gonna have a chance here. The way Quincy's throwing um, with Connor in the back end, and we j- we just had to keep it zero zero until we could get into the pen, and uh, and we did just that, put up a big number late. Let's not forget about Connor Ashworth. I wanted to get back to him. Let's do that now. Three innings out of the pen. Kind of hoped. Let's hand it over to him. We weren't sure how many innings that would be, thanks to Vassar. Only needed three from him. All he did was go out and strike out the final eight hitters in order. A nine pitch, uh, seventh inning in there. Simply put, what did he have going for him tonight? He was too humble to tell us. Man, I uh, the biggest thing for Connor that that I feed off of, and I know our dugout just feeds off of, is his presence on the mound. He is a fiery dude, and he is talking, and he is just not intimidated by the moment. Um, and that's what you love. You love a guy on the mound that's going to get your dugout fired up and is just going to go attack hitters. Uh, and that's what he does, man. He, he fills it up. He, he, he doesn't shy away. He goes right at you, and uh, he, he showed that tonight. I think fans love hearing that. A guy who's going to be out there, he's fierce on the mound, comes off, and he's not about to talk about himself. He's talking about the team. Love right. to see that from him. Coach, what do you guys need to do to get done? get this series done with all take, taking all three tomorrow getting that series sweep what needs to be done yeah we just got to come back here locked in and focused on tomorrow's game you know we can't uh can't settle with just uh taking two i told the guys right after the game my only quick post-game talk was hey the good teams are satisfied with w- taking two out of three and winning a series the great teams in this league are ones that come out that third day and put them away and get that sweep so uh that's what we're hoping for tomorrow absolutely take all the uh life out of them and Send him back to Port Angeles. <laughs> there we go. I like right. that. This is a no, take no prisoners kind of head right. coach. I, right. I enjoy that. Well, Mitch, uh, great job here tonight managing these last two days. Obviously, you've only had to use four pitchers. Pretty nice when it works out that way. Right. Let's do it again tomorrow night. What do you say? Absolutely. A gigantic 5 to nothing win for the Apple Sox on Tuesday night to pick up their second win of the season as they defeated the Port Angeles lefties with their first shutout win of the season. And plenty of highlights from this one. Another 0-2 pitch coming. Vassar fires, and it is a strikeout. He's got three in a row after allowing the first two hitters to reach base. Great work there from Vassar as he strikes out the side, and he's now got eight strikeouts early on in this season in just his second appearance. Swing and a miss for strike three, and another punch out for Quincy Vassar. He's got five on the ball game now, and that's the fifth strikeout by him and by Apple Sox pitching a fantastic job so far early on. As the 0-2, and that's another strikeout. Make it seven for Quincy Vassar. Fans making some noise now as Vassar looking to get that eighth strikeout. Two balls and two strikes. Two down. Runner at second base. Paul Thomas ready to explode with a punch out here. Vassar fires. Swing and a miss for strike three. He's fired up as he heads back to the dugout. Six shutout innings for Quincy Vassar. The Brewster Washington native punches out his eighth of the ball game. And the Apple Sox trying to get him some run support. Ashworth ready. The 0-2 pitch coming here to Gilbert as he just gets back into the batter's box. The big right-hander has his sign. Kicks and fires. Swing and a miss for strike three. Back-to-back punch outs and a scoreless 1-2-3 inning for Connor Ashworth. We go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Time to stretch from Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. Apple Sox looking for a run. Still scoreless. So how about this for drama? One out. Bases loaded. A full count to Joichiro Oyama. He entered today hitting 400 exactly on the season. Hit 409 this spring at Merced. The 3-2 pitch. Outside for ball four. Apple Sox lead one to nothing. 
on a bases loaded walk to Oyama. Well, that's about the most Joichiro Oyama way to get your first RBI of the season right there. He hits this out toward left field. This ball is going back, and it is going to be over the head of Gilbert, the left fielder. This might clear the bases. Oyama is starting to stop at third. It's a two-RBI double off the bat of Michael Davini. Nelson and Giesinger score easily. It's 3 to nothing, Apple Sox. The 2-1. Chopped foul, and the Apple Sox one strike away from a series victory here tonight. Ashworth trying to get another strikeout here. Fans are standing up here at Paul Thomas Stadium. Seven strikeouts in a row for Ashworth. Can he get another one to wrap up back-to-back -back victories? The 2-2 pitch. It's in there for a called strike three. Connor Ashworth with eight consecutive strikeouts retires all nine hitters in relief and picks up the save for the Apple Sox. Wenatchee wins 5-0 and takes the series against Port Angeles. They'll have a chance to take all three tomorrow. Quincy Vassar tosses six scoreless innings, strikes out eight. Connor Ashworth gets the win, tossing the final three innings. He also struck out eight, including eight consecutive hitters. Ashworth, his first appearance on the mound this summer with the Apple Sox. Vassar, his second, and a lot of good things to come. Wenatchee's only used four pitchers in the last two days. You've got to love that, and Mitch Darlington, the head coach of the Sox, really excited about that, uh, seeing that happen here uh, over the last two days. And Wenatchee will look to take all three tomorrow, going up against... These lefties again. It'll be a 6.35 p.m. first pitch. Catch that game on kcsyfm.com or listening at any translator listed online there as well. Of course, you can also catch action on playsite.com as well. It'll be Reese Leitenberg towing the rubber for the Apple Sox, looking to try and get the sweep and get the Apple Sox back to 500. That does it for the latest edition of the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. Make sure to check out the Apple Sox take on the lefties on this Wednesday night at 6.35 p.m. Follow along on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at AppleSox. Listen live to the action at kcsyfm.com or watch it live on playsite.com. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I'm Joel Norman. This is the AppleSox Podcast.